Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey, everyone. Welcome to World Cry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And listen, we have an amazing next couple of weeks scheduled for you all. So we recently had the Power of Three Virtual Women Summit on June 26th and June 27th. So over the next few weeks, I will be spotlighting various segments from that virtual summit. It was literally a life-changing event. And I'm not just saying that. I can say that for myself. And I've had numerous people reach out to me who attended this virtual summit that felt the same way or that actually feels the same way. So again, I will be highlighting various segments from the virtual summit during the next couple of weeks of War Cry Radio Go Be Great podcast. And please, please, please feel free to reach out to these speakers and sponsors. They did an amazing job. They came in and literally the power of three is edify, educate, and empower. They came in literally and did just that. That's why we know that this was a transformative event. And if you are looking to join our community, we are the power of three and we are on Facebook. So please feel free to join us at any point in time. We would love to welcome you home. Thanks for tuning in. I want to just give my um, heartfelt thanks and appreciation to the both of you, Karina and Nicole, for pulling this together. This is a very necessary platform, a very necessary community to create. Um, we need more of this. And I'm telling you, the time is really right now. I mean, you, when you put this together, at the time that you put it together, we had no idea that this stuff was going to be going on in the world. Um, and so the timing is perfect. And so I'm just glad that you ladies just followed followed your instincts, followed um, your heart. God was leading you to do this. But thank you for including me and allowing me to be part. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Thank you for spending the time to give us some good nuggets. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So let's kick some things off. So hello to everyone in the community. Um, What a wonderful and glorious Saturday. Uh, This is here on Saturday, June 27th, 2020. Listen, um, it is no coincidence. It is no happenstance that we are here together. It's no coincidence that everything that's going on in the world to everything that we're talking about right now on this platform, that this was completely orchestrated for you, for me, for all of us. So um, the fact that you're taking the time to to plug in and to connect um, with your tribe of women who are all just like-minded, it's it's, it's something, it's it's something, um, it's a force to be reckoned with when you are able to connect Uh, with the tribe of ladies who have a similar focus, a similar drive, um, a similar motivation, because that is where we get the empowerment. That is where we we get the education and we can lean on one another. But then it also, there's the beauty in being able to edify one another because each one of us are powerful in our own right. And um, that's a lot about what I wanna speak about today 
Um, and so as Karina mentioned, um, my name is Jacoy, Jacoy James. I'm president, co-founder of Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. We're based in Texas um, and we are a nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that focuses on empowering Black women who aspire to be business owners by equipping them with small business training um, as well as financial literacy, financial education, so they can impact their local and global communities. That right there is our mission and what our focus is. And so what I wanna talk about today, and even what I mentioned, I wanna say probably a couple of months ago when we were doing some, um, some little mini segments of what we were gonna talk about during this, uh, this particular um, conference or symposium is I wanna make sure that everybody understands that each of you that are listening, you have everything within you to be able to start your business. Um, so many times I talk to women and a lot of times people feel, well, I'll get started when I have X or I'll be ready when X, Y, Z. And the thing of it is, is that everything that you need in order to get started. I'm sure there's a lot of tools. There's a lot of tips, a lot of techniques that you've learned over these past couple of days from the ladies who have spoken that helps to put you in a position to move forward, right? And it's really what it all boils down to is that you can have as much, you can have as much um, uh, insight, you can have as much um, tips and techniques afforded you but at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to move it forward is you. And that's going to be the execution part. You know, we're so used to hearing the statement that knowledge is power. Well, I tend to buck the system a little bit when it comes to that knowledge is power. Really, the power comes in implementation. The power comes in the execution because you can contain a lot of knowledge. You can contain a wealth of information, but if it's sitting on your desk, if it's staying in your head and it doesn't get out to the masses who need it, then it doesn't do you any good and it doesn't do that audience any good. So not that it's just knowledge is power, but the execution and implementation of that is power. So what I wanna focus on uh, for the first few minutes is I wanna talk a little bit about uh, monetizing your skills, okay? When it comes to monetizing your skills, especially in the arena or, or the time that we're in right now, a lot of times people, or not a lot of times, but what's going on right now in the times is that people have realized that their job is not faithful, right? Their jobs are not loyal. Their jobs are not po positioning them to be able to continue making money, to pay the bills, to feed their families. Um, and just to and just to move forward in life. And so we're finding that a lot of people are having a similar conversation. Well, how how do I monetize my skill sets? And this is a conversation that sometimes takes a completely different path. Um, this is a conversation that really doesn't have to be difficult at all. What I tell people is this. Sometimes you've got to just get to the basics. You've got to get to the basics when it comes to monetizing your skill sets. So then you may say, okay, Jacoy, where do I start? So here's what I tell people. In order to start identifying how to monetize your skill sets, you first need to identify your skill set. 
you need to identify your skills. So what does identifying your skills look like? Again, I'm talking to you ladies from a very simplistic manner, right? Because I think sometimes we're mothers, we're wives, we're caregivers to elderly parents, we're um, business women in our profession. And so a lot of times we get so big and analytical and, and, and things just kind of go over our heads sometimes. I think sometimes we need to just scale things down a bit and just attack it from a very simplistic point of view. So, so to attack it from a very simplistic point of view, identifying your skill set will simply be just simply making a list, right? Pen, paper, right? Pen to paper and making a list of all of your skills, right? So think about it this way. When you get ready to go in and apply for a job, what's the first thing that they ask you for if you're even applying? They're asking you for a resume, right? So if they're asking you for a resume, you there have some, some sort of list of your skill sets, right? So if it even means starting at that point of, of taking your resume and literally pulling out, just getting, getting away from the sentences, putting, pulling out those bullet points of what your exact skills are. And then even that, right? I mean, admittedly, even that we will, um, will, will, will fluff things up a bit, right? To, to sound a little bit more attractive or appealing um, uh, whenever we're applying for a position. But even in that, you may need to add additional things to that because those skill sets you're probably listing as it pertains to the job for. But when you're looking to monetize your skill sets, when you're looking to identify your skills, then it's going to be key and critical that you identify all of your skills. You want to encompass all of your skills. I don't care if that means that you are a talented singer, um, that you are an artist, um, if you do web design, if nothing has to do with the position that you recently applied for and the resume that you have on your computer. Okay, start with that list, but add to it. And here's why I say that is because, and so I, I, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual person. So why I say you want to add to it, whatever your talents and your skills are, you want to add that to your list specifically because this is what allows you and allows God to speak to you in the direction that he wants you to go with, with your gift. If you just limit yourself and put yourself in a box to just say, okay, this is what's on my resume. So this is all I'll be able to use to utilize in order to um, monetize my skills. If you limit yourself to that, then inadvertently you're limiting God, right? He's put so much more into you um, than just what you do in performing, um, performing for that job, for that role. And none of us are circus animals, so none of us have to perform, but we all have a gift, we all have skills, we all have talents, and it's going to be up to us to utilize that fully. So getting back to identifying your list, it's going to be critical that you identify your list, that you literally write down all of the things that you're skilled at. Now, once you identify those things that you're skilled at, again, I'm talking to you from a very simplistic manner. What I want you to do is you have that list. Then I want you to create a scale, a scale of one to five. Right. So we're used to kind of like a scale of one to ten from least to, to best or greatest. Right. From one to five, just to make the number smaller and easier. But 
with each of those with each of those skills that you've identified you want to be able to quantify or put a number score it rather that's a better word you want to be able to score that particular skill set to say if it's a one then it says you know what although i'm skilled at it you know i'm probably not as proficient as i'd like to be or on the on the other end five um, five meaning that I am highly skilled, like nobody can touch me. Like I've got this thing with my eyes closed, turned around backwards, standing on my head, right? So you want to be able to identify your list. You want to then be able to score each of your skills and or talents and, and on a, in a range of one to five. And so the reason why I suggest doing that is because this gives you a very clear picture of who you are, how you rate yourself, and believe it or not, what you take the time to write down, to plan out, and to see subconsciously your brain, your mind is looking at and building up the confidence that it needs in order to move you through to the next step. Because let's be real, ladies, Fear is always going to be there. You're not going to get over your fear. You're not going to get over the anxiety. It is there. It is ever present. But you have to push through that. You have to move through it no matter what. I wish I had a I wish I had an anecdote. Um, I wish I had that would be able to completely uh, rid rid fear out of the equation. But it's always there. So you just have to get very comfortable in being uncomfortable when you're when you're tapping into the world of business. So let me just put that out there. Um, so when you identify your list of skills and you see them rated from one to five, anything that you see that is rated a five, then you want to start to identify in that list. So now you've set a list out and I would even say fours and fives. OK, um, when you see your list of fours and fives in your in your skill sets, then you want to identify out of the list that I've that I've listed that gives me a four or a five. Where is my level of enjoyment in these areas? Now, why do I say that? Um, again, from a spiritual standpoint, I firmly believe that any craft that God gives us to do, it's something that will be enjoyable to us. OK, and so if he has positioned you or planted that seed in you to have that gift, that skill or that talent, then I truly believe that there would be enjoyment in you fulfilling that. And then, of course, ultimately being um, it feeding into the 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 the, the building um, um, of his kingdom. Right. In, in a nutshell and, and really just over overarching in what that really feeds into. So when you identify your list of fours and fives, if it's threes, fours and five, whatever that means to you, identify what it is that where's your level of enjoyment with that. And if you need to say, yes, I enjoy it, you check the box for yes, I enjoy or don't enjoy. Or if you want to score that and scale that again on a scale of one to five, again, you want to make it to where it is crystal clear in black and white pen and paper where you know where it is that you stand with that. So once you've identified your list, you've scored yourself in your level of proficiency and excellence in any of those gifts, skills or talents, and you've identified your area of, of interest um, and, and passion and enjoyment for it. Now, at 
That, that point, ladies, is where you're at a point to start moving mountains. Because a lot of times, if we don't know what our skills are, if we don't really know how good we are at our skills, and if we don't know if we're doing something we really enjoy, you'll find yourself chasing your tail like a little dog and, and, and having to start the process all over again. You know, a lot of times people will go into business simply because it's going to make money. I'm here to tell you, when you look at the just the pure definition of business, absolutely, is to, is to create a profit, to generate a profit, which that's something we know and understand. But if it's something that you want to be long lasting, sustainable, if it's something that you're trying to build that you have no passion for, guess what? The longevity of that is going to be very, it, it, it's going to be weakened severely, right? And so you've got to figure out where is your position in that when it comes to your skills, when it comes to your skills and when it comes to um, uh, your gifts and your talents that you're, that you're identifying so that you can monetize. So now that you've created a list of your skill sets, you've identified where it stands for you to uh, your level of enjoyment with those particular items. The next thing that's gonna be important is, is that you've got to identify what do you do with those skills, right? What type of industry do you tap into? Now, for some people, that may be crystal clear because again, if you are a if you are a talented singer, then okay, then you know that you're going to be in a in the music industry to some degree. Maybe that is as a writer, as a songwriter. Maybe that is someone that composes um, that composes music. Maybe is a music director. That may be you know that you yourself may want to be an entertainer, a singer, what have you. So you kind of know some somewhere along the lines of what direction to go into as it pertains to that particular industry. But let's say you have certain skill sets that really could kind of just, you know, weave in and out of different industries because they are so inter interrelated or they are um, um, they can kind of just transition um, or transfer in, in interchangeably into different industries, then that's where you've got to sit down and identify where will my skin skill sets be best used within this particular industry, this particular field that I want to tap into. And really all I'm talking to you about, ladies, is market research. That's really what I'm, I mean, in a nutshell, what I'm talking to you about. I think all of us have heard that term before, market research. And so, so when talking about market research, you want to really understand where does this, where is there a business need for this particular skill set, product, service, talent, gift that I'm bringing to this industry? You want to understand where that sits today and you want to understand for your region that you're in, meaning the area in which you live or whatever area that your target audience exists, you want to be able to understand where the need and where the interest lies. Because again, you going into business and there's no key target audience for that product or service that you're offering, then it's all for naught. So it's going to be critical that once you've identified your skill sets, that you've identified your level of proficiency and your interest and passion for it, then you've got to begin the market research to understanding how is this going to how is this going to work 
as it relates to the market, as it relates to the industry or field that I'm getting ready to tap into? And do I have a, a, a solid target audience that would be able to, to that, that would be interested in what it is that I have to offer? So let me just take a little bit of, uh, of a, a, a moment here to now talk about once you get to that point of identifying your skill sets and then doing your market research to understand, do you have a leg to stand in in that particular industry? One thing that I want to share is that as you are embarking upon this new business, this new industry, at that moment, it is going to be key. It is going to be critical that you link up with someone who either has gone before you to do something like this or you obtain a business coach of some sort. Now you say, well, why would I need to do that? Why, why should I do that? Here's why. Being able to, um, being able to rest on the shoulders or to seek out counsel from someone who has done what you're trying to do or getting just that counsel from or support um, from a business coach, what's gonna happen is, is a lot of times when you start to embark upon a, a new business venture, a lot of times you stay in your head. A lot of times you get into a place where this project becomes your project, you put your arms around it, you don't want anybody looking over your shoulder, you know, you don't want anybody to be able to provide feedback. And I'm here to tell you now, you've got to surround yourself and it could be just one or two people, but it definitely has to be someone that you trust and someone that you respect that's going to be able to give you sound business, practical business advice. Because if you don't have that, you could find yourself again chasing your own tail. And I don't want that for any of you. I don't want that for any of you. So it's going to be important that you seek out the advice and the counsel, the mentorship of someone that is doing what you're doing, that has done what it is that you're doing, or that um, that is a business coach that is going to be able to kind of uh, jump in and out of different industries and be able to just apply some basic business skills that are applicable regardless of the industry that you're in. So then some of you may say, okay, Jacoy, all right, I, I, I can find somebody like that. Um, I, I, or I hear your suggestion and, and, you're, and you're suggesting that I find a business coach or that I link arms with somebody to help me get there. Hey guys, real quick interruption here and I'll let you get back to your episode. Be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under Karina's Welcoming Wealth Center. Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, ebooks, journals, e-courses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's Warcry, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Talk soon. Peace. But some of you may say, I just don't, I just don't trust anybody, right? Um, this is my project. I don't want anybody to steal my idea. Okay, so that's that's a, that's an area that is unfortunately um, you'll have to just you'll have to take that risk. Honestly, you're going to have to even if that means starting in this community in this network 
that um, the ladies Karina and Nicole have pulled together, even starting within this very network to see where there's an opportunity to be supported, to be encouraged, to be enlightened or mentored, finding that within this group, you're not going to be able to move forward unless you take the risk. Because that's really what business is about. It's just taking that leap of faith and just taking a risk to, to, to move yourself into, into an area or a level that you've never, ever been before. And so if you are a person to say, hey, I've got trust issues, I just don't know. Okay, listen, then get legal with it. And so what do I mean about getting legal with it? Create your NDA, your non-disclosure agreement, create that. And if it's something that you wanna put in front of someone that is a business coach or potentially a mentor, then if that's a business idea that you have, maybe it, it requires it to be patented, um, maybe it requires trademarking, what have you. Have an NDA in place. Because let me tell you, anytime I sit down with someone and they slide an NDA across the table at me, my level of respect goes through the roof for that individual. Why? Because that tells me that they are taking this seriously, that they're taking great care um, and, and, and paying attention to detail to do everything at all costs to protect themselves, knowing that they can have a document that can be upheld in the court of law. So if you need to have something like that in place, then do that before you sit down and speak to someone. I encourage that. And you may say, well, where can I get an NDA? You can get an NDA. There's so many different templates. If you just Google it, you know, you can go on to LegalZoom. If you have someone that is an attorney, a business attorney, reach out to them to see if they have a template. Um, again, there's so many different ways in which you can obtain an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. But I would suggest doing that just to ensure that from a legality standpoint, you position, position yourself for greatness and you give yourself some level of comfort to say, OK, I'm getting ready to have a conversation with someone that I that I'm that I'm taking a chance and a risk that they can help me. But again, being able to link arms with someone that will be able to provide a sense of encouragement, to be able to provide us um, a, a level of advice, um, um, to be able to help push you in the direction that you need to go and help you to think out the box. Because a lot of times we do tend to um, stay within our own head, stay within our own expertise, our own knowledge. You do need to get out and branch out a little bit to be able to 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 hear opinions and ideas of other people that can help to reshape the direction that you're headed in. So that's where I would, why I would suggest that. Now, um, getting into some other points here, um, just to, for the sake of time, I want to get into some other points here. That's going to be, that's going to be critical when it comes to establishing yourself, um, as a businesswoman. Now, this time that we are in right now, um, if you're in the state of, I think it's, I think it's California, Arizona, Texas, I mean, or Florida, maybe, um, the numbers are increasing with COVID cases and things like that. And so a lot of us are finding ourselves getting back closer into that stay at home shelter in place order or, or, or quarantining. So we're getting back to a place of where we have even more time on our hands to be able to a lot of, a lot more quiet time. So what I'm suggesting is, is the time is now, right? If you're thinking that you're going to wait, if you're thinking that, oh, I'll get to it next week. Um, listen, none of us know what tomorrow looks like. None of us know 
um, you know, if, if we're going to be alive tomorrow. So it's important that if you know that there is a certain passion, uh, a project or a plan that God has put before you, if it's something that's buried deep inside of you, you've got to move on that and take action on that right away. I say this all the time that you don't ever know whatever it is that you are called to do as it relates to your business idea. You have no idea if somebody else that's in your target audience that you haven't met yet, they don't know that you exist because you haven't moved forward yet. You don't know if your business product or service, your project, your talent, you have no idea if that is directly connected to the next person's blessing. So some people are waiting on you to branch out. Some people are waiting on you to get started so that they in turn can seek you out so that they can start on what they're supposed to do. So it's going to be important that each of us do what we're supposed to do in this period of time, because if we don't, then not only are we wasting our time, we're wasting God's talents and gifts and skills that he's given us, but we're also helping to waste away the dreams and, and the passions that the people that are connected to what we're supposed to do, we're wasting their time and their dreams. So let that sink in and understand that um, there's, no, there's no better time than right now to, to take ownership of identifying your skills so that you can start to create a business model, a business plan towards moving that forward. So a few points um, when you get to a place, because I know we don't have enough time to really go through a full setup of a business, um, but just some key points, some things to put in front of you. Once you have your business established, right? Now, what do I mean by established? Meaning that you are registered with your state's um, secretary, you know, with your um, state, your secretary of state as a business entity, or if you're choosing to go the sole proprietor or independent contractor route, whatever that looks like for you. Once you have your name, your business entity um, registered with secretary of state or with your county, then it's going to be important that you mind your business, right? Now, we hear minding our business, like you need to mind your business. We hear that from a very, um, from a personal standpoint and saying, okay, stay out of other people's business. But what I mean as it relates to establishing your business is that your business is so much more than just the product or service that you're offering to your target audience. It's so much more than that. Well, what do I mean by that? You can provide a product and a service to an individual or to a group of individuals. But if you don't identify the soft skills that be needed in order to keep that business long lasting and sustaining, you're not going to keep that, that the, the book of clients that you have. And so to even drive that point home further, what I'm speaking of is this. When people decide to go into business with you, they're choosing to go into business with you for what I believe are three critical reasons. Because they like you, because they know you, and because they trust you. People buy into businesses or buy into products or services 
because there's a level of relatability that's there. They feel that they can relate to you. They feel that you provide them something more than just a box of cookies, or you provide them more than just a web page that you've designed, a website that you've designed for them. People are going to do business with you because of the relationship. So it's going to be important that you mind your business to not only focus on just the product and the service and that be it. No, you've got to be able to step behind the curtain and stepping behind the curtain says, how do I strengthen? How do I improve upon my communication skills, my administrative skills? Am I am, am I um, on time or responsive when it comes to emails, text messages, orders? Am I timely? You know, things like that. Because listen, it's it's no secret that a lot of times when you when you venture out to start a business, you're likely a one one person show trying to do it all by yourself. And if that's the case, then you're going to have to successfully compartmentalize all of those areas that's going to keep your business moving forward. So you've got to think, you've got to think like a corporation. You've got to think, well, what does my marketing department look like? What does my sales department look like? What does my um, operations, you know, what does, what does operations look like? Um, what does the product line look like? You literally, even though you may be a one man, one woman show, you still have to position yourself to think like a corporation because I don't know about you ladies, but for me, I'm not trying to stay in a position where I am just a self-employed person because there's a difference in being self-employed and being a business owner. There's two different things. An individual that's self-employed is going to be a person that is working for self doing all the work themselves. But if you get sick, if you get in a car accident, the money stops flowing. But when you're a business owner, you have a team, you have individuals and your team doesn't have to be grandiose. It could be three people for each of the different departments that I spoke on, maybe marketing, sales, training, or whatever that looks like for your, for your business. It could be three other people that you're able to uh, delegate tasks and responsibilities to, to ensure that your business model keeps moving forward. You've got to think outside the box, even though where you are today is just yourself, start to position yourself to, to minding your business, not just as a single individual, but as someone that is looking to establish a long lasting um, uh, business entity that is going to require just yourself to keep it moving forward. That's when we start to talk about creating wealth um, and, and creating something that is that is going to be long lasting and and and, and um, transferable um, to your to your family. Right. So minding your business is one thing I want to talk that I wanted to talk about. The other thing, a point that I want to make in the world of business or as you get ready to tap into business. Keep this in mind that whatever is familiar isn't always faithful. Whatever is familiar isn't always faithful. So what do I mean by that? I alluded to this earlier where a lot of times people tend to be very comfortable. And I say this, if you're comfortable, wherever there's comfort, there's complacency. 
wherever there is uncomfortableness, you're unstoppable. Okay. So just because something is familiar to you doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to yield you the level of success that you need or that not that you need or that that it is that that you want to pursue. So it's okay to start with something that is familiar, right? But you want to be able to know when to hold them and when to fold them. You want to know when it's time to be able to transition to maybe expand your brand. Um, because if you stick to one thing or one way or one methodology, a lot of times you can find yourself stuck because guess what? There are other businesses, there are other competitors that are constantly thinking. They're trying to, to, to push the system uh, or what I like to say, disrupt the norm, figure out ways to be better than what they were the year before. And guess what? If you want to be able to compete and to maintain those customers that you have or be able to, to uh, bring in additional or new customers, you're going to have to, at some point, get away from what's familiar, okay? Um, the third thing that I want to bring up as you're tapping into the world of business is you want to be able to identify, you want to be able to identify mindset versus upset. Mindset versus upset. So why do I put those two together? Or why do I make comparison to that? I'll start with upset, right? If you think about a time that um, we're all ladies, right? Grown women, we've been in relationships before. And so we've been in a situation where we were in a relationship that no longer served us, right? Um, that relationship was harmful. Um, it wasn't growing, it was stagnant. And so once we made a decision to walk away from that thing that no longer served us because we were upset, that's when we started making moves and doing different things, things that are impulsive that we're, we're typically doing because it's out of emotion, right? Now, impulsivity is not necessarily a bad thing because I'm a person that can be very impulsive. And if you talk to my family and friends, they'll just tell me, you know, she's just cut from a, a different cloth and I just kind of, I just kind of roll with the punches. I just do what I need to do. And I, I, I think about things later. So, but impulsivity, um, when it comes to, when I'm saying mindset versus upset, if you're looking to get into a business industry, if you're looking to tap into something, um, if you've started a business with a partner and you bumped heads, you know, and that upset comes into play, you want to be able to squash that and not to allow those emotions to lead you into the next business decision that you do, right? Instead, you wanna have a strong mindset to say, okay, what are the facts? Completely eliminate emotion. Eliminate the feelings and how it makes you feel. You've got to stick to the facts. What are the statistics saying as it relates to my particular industry or field that I'm in? Um, what are my customers saying? What are the testimonials? What are the things that I can be doing that could improve um, this particular area that I'm in with regards to the product or service that I'm offering. Stick to the facts. You need to develop a very strong, steady mindset when you're in business so that when those upsets come, those things don't put you in a place of impulsivity because that is where businesses can and will fall away. Okay. A couple of more points 
and I'll be wrapping up here. When it comes to business, um, it's going to be important for you to know when to position and when to pivot. When to position yourself and when to pivot. So you're saying, okay, what is that about? Okay. Um, a young lady that I, I've had the pleasure of, uh, of coming to know over the past year, year and a half, um, shout out to Losha Brooks. She has been um, uh, harping on me to learn the game of chess, right? Because if anybody out there, if you know anything about chess, you've heard that saying that this is not checkers, it's chess, right? Um, because chess is a very uh, strategic um, um, game that's played. And what what this young lady has explained to me is that when you begin to enter in the into the game of chess and learning all of the different pieces of the games of the game and and how to make your moves right um that not only is just a matter of you sitting down and playing a game of chess that literally starts to unlock compartments in your brain that helps you to strategically work through different areas of your life, be it personally or professionally. So when I say you've got to know when to position yourself or when to pivot, you position yourself based on the business relationships that you build, keeping your eyes and ears open when you're attending networking events or when you're talking to an individual about their business model and trying to identify, well, how do our two worlds um, mesh? Is there an opportunity for partnership, collaboration? Um, you've got to know and pay attention with how to position or reposition yourself because you've always got to stay a few steps ahead of what, what what's going on in that industry that you're in. Um, now, why do I say knowing when to position and when to pivot? Well, if you think about pivoting, pivoting your, your position, you're still planted in one spot, but it simply is a, you're planted and you're rotating, right? So you're still planted, but then you're rotating, taking a span, um, uh, having, getting an opportunity to see a completely different vantage point of where you're planted. So you've got to know when to position or reposition yourself to tap into something greater because I know that there's a lot of people that are listening or that's a part of this community where you have so many different business ideas. You maybe want to start a clothing line, but you also have a love for um, the homeless community and you want to do some work there. I mean, so those are two completely different spectrums, but being able to know when to position or reposition yourself and having the necessary conversations to tap out, to, to, to branch out rather into those areas, being able to know when and how to do that is the repositioning part. But when you pivot, pivot simply gives you an opportunity to still allow yourself to be planted in what it is that you're doing, but then just to allow yourself to rotate to rotate, but then also be able to get a different vantage point to say, how can I expand this brand? How can I expand this marketing idea or rebrand myself um, as it pertains to the industry that I'm in? And then um, lastly, the thing that I want to talk about is sacrifice breeds success. Sacrifice breeds success.
So here's the thing. There is no multimillionaire, no multi-billionaire that if you had an opportunity to sit down with them, that they would not tell you that they had to sacrifice something in order to get to the next level in their lives or just to put them right over the edge as it relates to their business or to the, the, their wealth that they've acquired, uh, that they built. Um, and so the reason why I talk about success breeding, I'm sorry, sacrifice breeding success is because you've got to make up in your mind what it is that you want to do, but you've got to sit fast with it. You've got to identify what are the areas in my life that are holding me back? Is it an unhealthy relationship or friendship? Is it that I sit, you know, on the couch and I watch, you know, way too much TV. I, I watch about six hours of TV a day. Is that something that you need to sacrifice? Maybe it's, um, maybe it's that you uh, spend too much time doing one thing. Maybe you could be spending time reading a book and, and enhancing your knowledge or gaining even more knowledge and skills in a particular area. Whatever that looks like for you, because you, you know yourself best and you know those areas that could, um, that could warrant sacrifice. But it's going to be critical that you identify that very early on, because if you step into the world of business from a kind of laissez-faire um, uh, standpoint or, or um, position or mindset, then guess what? Whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And you have to understand that creating a business, building a business that's long lasting and sustaining, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And so it's going to be important that you, that, you, that you make those decisions and stay firm in it. But again, it's going to be important that you lock arms with individuals that have similar, um, have a similar mindset, a similar drive, dedication and motivation because that's what's going to help you because the world of business, it is a lonely journey. It can be a lonely journey, especially if you're tapping into it on your own. So just to recap, what I've talked about today is I've talked about the um, importance of being able to monetize your skills. And, and in this particular um, lane that we're in or, or, or time frame that we're in rather, that you have the right opportunity, the time to be able to focus. What I told you as far as creating a list of your skills, you can start with your resume and add to it, add all of your skills, your gifts, your talents, put it in a list on a piece of paper. Then you want to be able to score it, score one to five, be able to identify from least to best to least to greatest, five being the greatest, where you feel your level of, of, of proficiency or excellence is in that particular uh, skill. Once you score that, then you want to take that new list and you want the list that you come up with that's either all fours and fives or maybe all threes, fours and five. And then you want to be able to score what's your level of interest or passion or sense of enjoyment in doing that. And one thing that I did not say, and, I, and, I, and, and, I, and I'd be remiss if I don't say it, anything that you're looking to move forward into doing, because again, the spirit is something that's important to me, you've got to take that over and give that over to God. You've got to lay that at his feet. You've got to surrender it and say, is this the direction you want me to go in? And allow, allow him to speak to you. 
and give you that clarity, give you the blessing so that you can move forward in this perfect will, right? So any and everything that we've talked about today, nothing gets by that ultimately, because you want to make sure that anything that you're doing, that it's going to be long lasting, going to be sustained, but ultimately going to be for the upbuilding of his kingdom. Okay. Um, and so I talked about minding your business. I talked about whatever is familiar is not always faithful. I talked about being able to understand the difference between mindset versus upset. I talked about knowing when to position, reposition yourself or pivot. And then lastly, I talked about sacrifice breeding success. And so, um, Karina, Nicole, I want to bring you ladies back on. I want to see your, your beautiful faces again. Um, I just, again, appreciate the opportunity. I hope that what I've shared has been um, a blessing and that it has helped in some way. Um, I know it's not, it, 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 you know, it's not a full playbook, right? We only had about 45 minutes. It's not a full playbook, but hopefully it just helps to, to get some of the ladies in a place where they need to be just to at least get started. Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions, LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests. My goal with bringing on featured guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay, so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.